Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. At KEHI, we have over 6,000 employees, each with different titles, roles, and responsibilities, but each equally essential to the success of the business. Today on Fruit of Your Labor, I'm talking with two KEHI employees with two completely different jobs, but who both have the same ownership mindset. Paul McDowell from the transportation team in Fort Lauderdale and Tiffany Valdez from Territory Sales. What unites these employees is not only their commitment to our mission of serving to make lives better, but their ownership attitude. They both think and work as if they are owners, because as participants in our ESOP program, they are owners. Paul and Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. You have both been with KEHI for quite a while, so we want to hear a little bit more about your experience here. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. This is pretty exciting. Paul, you've been with KEHI for how many years? Uh, 41. Wow, that's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about your role, what you do here? No, I drive trucks. I live in the Sarasota area. I've ran the keys for 20 years. Pretty much done just about everything from working in the warehouse, stocking, to pulling orders, all the way back up to being a driver. What's, what's your favorite thing that you've done so far? Driving. I, I enjoy driving a lot. Why do, you, why do you enjoy driving? The people that you meet, different people, good people, bad people, mean people, nice. You never know, leaving the warehouse, what you're going to run into. I've always wanted to drive ever since I started with the company. I enjoy it. For some, for some period of reason, I always loved driving. I, just, I would never give it up. So what do, you, what do you like to do outside of work? What are some of your passions? I really don't have much. I have my family. My wife said I'm a workaholic. She said I spend more time on the job than I do at home. I enjoy what I'm doing. She talked to me about retiring, and that's something that never came to my mind. I just enjoy my job. That's amazing. What brought you to KEHI 41 years ago? My uncle, after I graduated from high school, he got me a job here, and that's when I started working in the warehouse. Work my way up from there to, you know, constantly growing with the company, which has grown a lot since I started. Tell me about your job now as a driver. What, what does an average day look like for you? I go out in the morning, deliver the public's frozen grocery, try to make on-time deliveries. First thing is safety. Before I pull out the gate, I say my little prayers, and average day is just back and forth making deliveries and trying to make sure we could make it safe and get back here safe. So do you visit a number of different stores each day? Today I ran uh, Sarasota, Brainton, Arcadia. Tomorrow I run Fort Lauderdale. I mean, I done delivered to probably every Publix that day is Dayton, Brown County and Palm Beach. 
you name the store, I've pretty much been there. What's the most challenging part of your job? I guess staying safe out there. I, I guess that's the biggest challenge is actually staying safe out there, trying to prevent accidents. The ups and downs that you go through in the store and with the customers, I can deal with it. So my biggest challenge actually is actually leaving this warehouse and being safe out there on the street, watch out for others. And most of the time, what I say is I drive for them. That's the only way you prevent an accident. Years ago, they used to respect trucks. Nobody respected anymore. They'll cut you off, they'll slam on brakes. So like I said, that, that I think the biggest challenge is getting from point A to point B and back to the warehouse safe. So Tiffany, how long have you been with Kehi? So I've been with Kehi uh, actually as of yesterday, I hit my 16th year with the company. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Thank you. Now your role is a little bit different than Paul's in that you're a little, you're on the other side of working with the customers. Can you um, explain what your role is within the company? Yeah. Congratulations, Paul. That's quite an accomplishment. 41 years. That's Thank you. Same to you. So I'm with you. I do a lot of driving and I enjoy driving so much. It's like you said, the different atmospheres and I go from city to city to city. I'm a territory assistant. So I cover routes or clean up work, build displays, whatever the supervisors have me doing. And how did you hear about Kehi? I started with Ralph and then uh, when the strike happened and 2003, I believe, there was an opening for Kehi and joined the, the reset traveling team. So I was on the resets for 10 plus years doing a graveyard and traveling from city to city from like Nevada, Vegas, San Francisco, all over just traveling everywhere. And then I had my own route uh, for a few years. And then uh, they offered me the territory um, assistant position, and I took it. So what do you like most about this role of the territory assistant? I like that it breaks up the monotony of being in the same place at the same time. Like every week, you know where you're going to be. So it can change from day to day or from week to week. If I know that I'm going to be covering a route for a couple of weeks, I feel like stability. But then when it changes, it's kind of like, breaks out of your your shell and like okay I get to go and travel and bop around all over the place and also I love to see all the people getting promoted so like there's a night crew grocery manager that's now a store director or these people get shuffled around here and there and just seeing them and familiar faces and it's just it's it's cool so with all this traveling that you do for your job what do you like to do in your free time Oh, I love outdoors, anything outdoors, beach, mountains, camping. Yeah, I, I love being in the nature. I guess that's why I like driving so much because you can just see the, the scenery. You're clearly not located in the Midwest <laughs> because we don't have any yes. mountains or beaches here. <laughs> I'm in sunny Southern California. <laughs> sounds like your, your drives would be a little more interesting and even Paul's driving would be a little more interesting than uh, if you were located in the Chicago area, driving around in the winter in the snow and, you know, between the cornfields. So I think both of you are, are really lucky in where you're located. 
you've mentioned a little bit about uh, what you do in your job, but what what is an average day like for you? Or is there an average day? Oh, it's it's always different. There's always something new, exciting. Uh, you never know what you're going to walk into when you visit a store. When I'm training the, the new hires, you have to be like a chameleon. You know, you have to conform to everybody's personality. You just have to have really good proper communication and rapport with the stores and the more you talk to them and open up and get to know them then your next visit is just that much better. What do you feel is the most challenging part of your job? Oh goodness areas where you're working traffic sitting on the freeway (laughs) making sure you have your your orders in on time that's always stressful. Can you think of of a story that you could tell us about time you were working with a customer on a specific problem and you were able to help them through it? That's every day uh, because the vendors are out on the floor and I'm on uh, go aisle from aisle and doing my my ordering or back stock or and they're you're pretty much the only person that they see the customers see on the floor and they'll first like maybe five ten times a visit ask where product is and it's always the weird oddball ones that they can't find and sure enough you just like boom right here just help them i'm petite so i have to use a stepladder and i bring my my own everywhere and that's another thing to always top shelf grabbing stuff for customers very handy to have that with you <laughs> oh yes it's like my second appendage <laughs> you know all of our stuff is high is top shelf of course Paul, you work with customers as well. Are there, do you have a story that you could share about, you know, how, you, how you've helped a customer with a specific situation at one time or another? Especially you meet people in the store and they think you work there and they'll just walk behind you all day and ask you to show them this, show them that. And before you know it, you didn't spend 10, 15 minutes walking with them up and down the aisle and get them, you believe you're shopping for. <laughs> you're their personal shopper for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would just say, I don't work here and go back to what they're doing. Why do you take that extra step? I have a good heart and no matter who you are, if I can help you, I'll help you. Whether it's on the road or in the store or wherever it is, I just feel like that's the way that I was brought up. Things that you do for people, people do for you. It could be my mom that's in the store trying to get help. And I would like them to help her the same way. So I just think of them as, my mother, and I just go ahead and help them if I can. That is definitely a philosophy to live by. I like how you say, that's your mom. That's my biggest thing is helping elderly and people with special needs. It warms my heart. Paul, earlier you mentioned that your wife thought you should start thinking about retirement. When you think about your future, how do you envision what retirement might look like for you? I really don't think about retirement. We do things together. I have three kids. We go on vacation. Matter of fact, we just got back from Orlando. I've been working since I've been in junior high school. And it's just something that's in my system. She wants to buy a travel bus and just retire and cruise because she works for the post office. She wants me out the door as quick as she can. I mean, she's been talking to me more and more about retirement. I'm like, okay, okay, you go ahead and retire first and I'll follow but she hasn't made a step yet, so I'm waiting. How familiar are you with Kehi's ESOP program, the retirement program? I got a basic idea 
from the letters that we have gotten. If you think back on the letters that you've received over the years, sharing your your ESOP balance with you so you know and can plan. Have you noticed like over the years that the balance increases and, you know, eventually you'll get to a point with that where you're like, oh, I have enough here in my ESOP account that I can retire and I can go on these trips and cruise the country with my wife. I've noticed that. It, the best thing is to retire while you still have health and strength to enjoy what you work for. I will get to that point. I will get to that point. Tiffany, how familiar are you with Kehi's ESAP program? I think it's just absolutely amazing program to have, you know, that you can actually look forward to that in the future and to be a, a part of an employee-owned company. Like, it's something that you, you kind of have a title to, in a way. You're a part of something. You mentioned that with this ESOP program that Kehi is an employee-owned company. Do you, how do you think that makes Kehi different? Oh, I think it makes a huge difference because it's more like a family. I mean, of course, it's a huge organization and a business, but it's still you, you have such, the people you've worked with for years and you bond with them and it's definitely beneficial. I think a lot of people that work in certain divisions, like I was probably don't really know that the better that you do, is the more you earn where you see something on the ground and instead of picking it up and say, well, we could put it down because we're going to sell this. But every penny that you lose in the warehouse, you also lose in your ESOP. And I think mm-hmm. if they realize that, you know, the more you do and the more you push out, it's probably the more you're going to get. It'll probably change their thought a lot. And a lot of people just think that, oh, well, we lost a million dollars, so that ain't nothing. But that could have been a million dollars that you could have got a dollar from or 50 cents from. That is a really great point, Paul. The way that the ESOP program works is that the better the KE does, the more money is available to go into the employees' ESOP accounts for their retirement. So it's not your higher up leaders that are getting all the gains off of how well the company does. It's all the employees because we're all part of the ESOP program. Annually, we're allotted shares based on how the company does. And those shares grow over time. There are so many people in the company that um, are either currently enjoying retirement or close to retirement or able to plan for retirement because of the ESOP program, that every little thing that you do really contributes. That leads itself to having uh, an ownership mentality. Like you said, to be an owner, it does give you that more, your shoulders back, a little more stride in your step, a little bit more that you want to do for the company. Having a older mindset pretty much means that you have to work harder to accomplish the goal that you want, and the people around you have to work with you. A older mindset is that you got to remember that everything that you do is partially yours. If you destroy it, you destroy what you have. If you have an older mindset, then you're going to grow. You're going to make things better, not worse. So you'll be looking ahead and not behind. That's the good thing about having an owner mindset. You know that what you're working for is yours. It's not for somebody else. And you're going to always benefit from that. And that will always keep you going and make you want to keep going forward instead of backwards. That is great. My goodness, how can I follow that? 
<laughs> to have an owner's mindset, you're out in the field, you know, on your own and you driving, I mean, you're responsible for so much product, you know, and being safe out there and conscientious, you know, with the other drivers and myself going into the stores and you just have to focus on what you're doing and not what everybody else is doing. Because like I said, you are out on, on your own. You don't have supervisors or people breathing down your neck. You have to just go in and do what you're supposed to be doing and trust that you're going to do as good as you can to the best of your ability every single day, every week, every month. Paul and Tiffany, it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast today. You have shared some great stories, some amazing advice for other employees, and hearing what you do on a daily basis to make KEHI successful has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Y'all take care and stay safe.